Shalom, 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 even people of God. I believe you are all doing well by the special grace of God. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I want to welcome everybody to this evening's prophetic training. I believe that the hand of the Lord will be strong upon us and the Lord will open up the treasures of heaven even unto us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you wherever you are. You want to lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. As you tap the share button to invite your friends and loved ones, lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. Blessed Father, we give you praise, we give you all the glory, we honor you for such a time as this in your presence, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we have come under your feet even to learn of thee. We pray in Jesus' precious mighty name, and we know that your word is already anointed, therefore let your word come forth with power, that it might impart grace even to your listeners, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We speak by divine authority that anything that will rise against your knowledge will be abased and cause the hearts of your people to be excited and energized by the frequency of your spirit. In the name of Jesus, we ask, O oh God, that your mighty hand will be stretched forth above your people. Open our eyes to understand even the mystical truths of your word that at the end your name alone will be glorified in Jesus' precious, mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. 
Glory to Jesus. I want to welcome everybody to this evening's session of the prophetic training. I believe that God has a wonderful eye-opening grace even for your life. Hallelujah. And anything that the enemy has launched against you to stop you from receiving what God has prepared for you tonight, it shall be buried. And the gracious Lord will grant you the grace and the power to walk through the thick and thin of life and come out victorious in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right. All right. All right. I'm blessed to have everybody here this evening. Please, this is one of the evenings that the Lord has ever made in your life that will be a special blessing to your destiny. Therefore, I want everybody to push away anything that will try to hinder your spirit from grasping the word of truth. I beg everybody, the Lord has set this evening as a moment to be a blessing to you. And so I want everybody to be very sensitive. We live in a world where if you lack little knowledge, the enemy has already entered a circle of your life. So at every point in time, you should be eager. Your spirit should always be ready to learn something new. And I've already told you also that there are two streams of knowledge, that which is of God and that which is not of God. So always incline your spirit to the tongue of the anointed of the Lord to hear what the Lord has to say concerning matters of his creation so that by that you will get the authority and the dominion and fulfill your destiny on this earth. Hallelujah. So please get ready as we zoom into the word of God. I pray that tonight will be a, a, a night that the Lord will open our eyes and show us things that are hidden that we will know and walk in authority. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Alright, let me start by saying this. I will take a lot of questions right now, but I want to start by saying this. That oftentimes, believers actually have low knowledge about the things of the Spirit. And actually about the creative dimension of God. What am I trying to say? Many of us got saved through a certain kind of message that was preached to us. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, live a righteous life, and go to heaven. Is that not what they told us? Are you here with me? Good. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, live a righteous life, and go to heaven. I am here to let you know 
if that is the message you have heard, please, you have not heard the gospel. That is not the gospel. The gospel is not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and go to heaven. Not at all. Not at all. Hmm. Not at all. Tonight, I pray that the Lord will help me to lead you into a place where you would have a great understanding about the works of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you will not miss most of the things that God has given to you. You will stop asking plenty questions. Why am I going through this? Why is this thing happening to me? Oh Lord, where are you? Oh Lord, arise. Lord, why am I suffering like this? Those kind of questions, you will stop. And you will now take responsibility. You will push the blame upon yourself and stand in the place of authority. So get ready. I will be very happy if you can share the link to your friends. I would be very happy if you can share the link to your friends. Hmm. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Just tap the share button, invite your friends right now, invite your friends right now. Before I kick start, just invite your friends, share the link and invite all your people. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. All right, all right, all right. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Okay. What I have here to, to tell us this evening is quite huge. <laughs> so I want to just open the floor. I love to answer questions by the special grace of God. 
Apostolic Bishop Charles. I believe you are doing well. I couldn't make time to talk to you today. I was um I was actually on some plenty, plenty, you know, missionary assignments. So God willing, um tomorrow I will surely make time for us to talk and pray. God bless you, man of God. All right, so now the platform has been given. God bless you. If you have any question, if you have any question you want to ask concerning the things of the Spirit, concerning Christianity, concerning the Scriptures, concerning everything you have heard that you are not fully convinced of, you can ask. Be it the will of the Spirit, the answers will be given. Alright, so you can ask your questions now. The floor is open. Anybody with a question? Any question? Any question? Okay, somebody said they are Titan. All right. Bofwa said, Can a believer pray to change God's timing? Not necessarily. In fact, I would say no. Yeah, God's time is His time. The reason why it is so is because. God has actually made all things beautiful in his time. So the moment something is outside the time of God, it is no longer beautiful. And when we talk about beautiful, we are talking about glory. When we talk about glory, glory actually is the end of all things. That is why even we Christians, we have a song that we sing. We say that our strength, thy grace, our rule, thy word and our end is the glory of the lord so the end of all things actually is god's glory so any time god's glory must be manifested it should actually be in the time of god so once you shift yourself from god's time everything you do will never give glory to god that is why god has actually connected all things to his time all right so a believer cannot change the time of god okay joseph said please man of god what does it mean when you have bitten by dog in a vision this will shift me to visions and dreams so if i go there the whole message will change because a lot of people have dreams they don't understand 
if I go there right now, all of them will type their dreams. And the whole thing will turn to dreams and interpretation. <laughs> and dreams and interpretation is a topic I want to treat before we go into the rest. Yeah, I don't want to go ahead of myself and confuse anybody. So, I think we just spoke about dogs and all those things yesterday. Were you, were you, were you part of us during yesterday's meeting? Oh, sorry, sorry. Then you have you have missed a lot, so you have to go. You have to go and um, download our message on the mystery of feet washing. You would have a lot of understanding from that, especially the part two. You have a lot of understanding on that, and you will know specifically what we talked about concerning dogs. All right, great. Okay, Kachabna said, in pursuing godliness or holiness, are we to follow the Bible or certain standards that we think is right? It is actually scriptural and the leadings of the Spirit. In fact, the whole thing is about the leading of the Spirit. If you want to walk in holiness, you have to be led by the Spirit. And when you are led by the Spirit, you will actually fulfill certain scriptural principles. Because there are many people that can quote from the Bible that are not led by the Holy Ghost. And it will now tend to some doctrinal messages that can destroy lives. People still kill goats and you know lambs for their sins to be forgiven. This sprinkle, because it is found in the Bible. And because they are not led by the Spirit, they speak things of the Bible in a different way. And by the time they realize, they are actually putting themselves under certain doctrinal principles that later wastes their destiny. You see? So the main way to walk in holiness is actually by the leadings of the Spirit. That is the main reason why if, you are, if God wants to make you a believer, well, the first thing that he will make you is a son. There are two main dimensions of sonship. The first one is the seal of the spirit. So when you read the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 14, the Bible says, As many as are led by the spirit, they are the sons of God. It is the leadings of the spirit of God in a man's life that will cause him to walk in holiness and purity. Sometimes, you might not know what is necessarily written in certain verses, but the Spirit of the Lord can lead you to fulfill it. That is why the Word of God even said, Love fulfills all the laws of God. Because the law says that thou shalt not kill. But when love is in your heart, 
you can't kill your brother. You might not even know that there is a law that says you should not kill. Once you are walking in love, you have already fulfilled it. So there are many people who don't even know the Ten Commandments in our Bible. But love is in their hearts. They will not kill. They will not steal. Do you know that as they continue to walk in love, they are actually fulfilling what our, our Bible has written down? You get it? So the best way to walk in holiness and purity is by the leadings of the Spirit. Else, you will get a scripture that will tell you that if you get a concubine once you are married, it is right. Anything you want to do, whether wrong or right, you can twist a scripture to be in line with it. You see the thing? What if you don't take care, you, you get a scripture to defend the wrong things you are doing. That is why it is not just scriptural. Because if you think of scriptural, the scriptures must be breathed upon by the Spirit. So the, the, the let me say, the key ingredient in walking in holiness and purity is the leadings of the Spirit. And what the Spirit will lead someone to do, he will tell somebody not to do. You have to understand that. So put that at the back of your mind. It is by the leadings of the Spirit. And if you want to be led by the Spirit, then what will help you is what we call fellowshipping with the Spirit of God. You have to fellowship with the Spirit of God because He's in you. Don't live your life as if He's not there. Don't only come to God when you need Him for something. It means you are not fellowshipping with the Spirit and it will be difficult for Him to lead you. You get it? Good. So the leadings of the Spirit of God in every man's life is actually what causes him to walk in purity. Yes. There are times some of you, you want to go and buy certain kind of meat. But you just got there, by, you have prayed. You sensed, in, you know how the Holy Ghost speaks to you. Some of us, the Holy Ghost will speak to you, not in audible voice as some people will hear. But when you get to a place and you are not supposed to do something, you will feel uneasy right now, immediately, that you know. If you are sensitive, if you have been fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost, you know His voice. In the note, the Holy Ghost is telling me not to buy this. Why is it that all of a sudden I'm, I'm sensing this? Then you get away from the place. And the Lord has saved you right there. So the more you fellowship with the Holy Ghost, the more you know how He speaks to you. Because He does not speak to everybody the same way. get it good that is it so um that is what i can say concerning that okay please when somebody asks a question and um, i'm answering the question and a lot of um, people have typed plenty messages in it will be better for you to copy the question you sent so that 
by the time I'm done, you repost the question so that I can just see it and, and answer you, please. Uh, okay, Bofua said, Papa, in case it's God time, God's time for me to die tomorrow, can't I pray to God to extend my days or because it's his time so nothing can be done? You see, one of the things we have to understand is that God has fixed everything to be glorious in his time if god gives you because god is superior to everything he can give you more time but that more time will never be to his glory put that at the back of your mind do you know that hezekiah prayed to god that god your prophet came to tell me that I'm going to die. Look at all the good things I've done for you. This, 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 this. God, why? And God spoke to the prophet. Go and tell him that I've given him 15 more years. Do you know that it was in the period of the 15 years that Hezekiah gave birth to his son, who became a king and did evil in the sight of God? No king has ever done evil than that king that Hezekiah gave birth to in the period of that 15 years God gave him. So you see, when you work with God to an extent, you will know that death actually is an advantage. Yes. And you know, one thing about John the Baptist was that when he completed, his assignment was that he should preach and he should go and prepare the way for the Lord Jesus to come. He came to do it and Jesus came. So the beginning of Jesus' ministry was actually the end of John the Baptist's ministry. But after Jesus even started his ministry, John the Baptist still was doing ministry outside God's time. And he had disciples. No wonder he was beheaded. A time even came, he even said that, go and ask that Jesus whether he's the one I have been opening the door for or we should respect another one. Hey, this is John that baptized Jesus in River Jordan. And when he saw Jesus coming, he said, this is the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world he was there when the heavens opened when the when the holy spirit descended upon jesus as a dove when god spoke from heaven that this is my beloved son in whom i'm well pleased still he asked his disciples go and ask whether he is the jesus look at that anytime a man's assignment ends on this earth he should go to god and tell god he is done then god will call him home peacefully if you try to do anything after your assignment has ended, you might end up aborting the good things you have already done. Put that at the back of your mind. You know, there are people, as I'm talking to you, based on the dimension of the power and the grace of God on their lives, they can sustain their own lives from dying. 
I want to say something. Do you know that God actually has given to every man the power over death? God has given to every man the power over death. So you see, before a man can die, he must first admit that he will die. Are you getting it? Let me explain what I mean. Do you know that is why in P, when somebody dies, we say that we're Jim. What does he mean? He was holding on to something. And the moment, so you actually give up something before you die. And do you know what happens? <laughs> I wish I can explain, but you won't understand. Pardon me. So you see, even death, a man must first admit it before he can die. That is why David said, I shall not die, but I will live and declare that. You see, somebody even said that it is appointed unto man to die once. Anything that is appointed can be disappointed. What? Banana. Anything that is appointed can be disappointed. What's all here for? Okay. You get it? So you can disappoint death. In fact, certain people lived on this earth to the extent that they couldn't die. It is possible. It is possible. So put this at the back of your mind. Before every man will come to this earth, God has an assignment for everybody. If you know your assignment, God will now let you know that after you have finished your assignment, come home through these means. So some people will go home through death. Some will go home through other means that only them and God have understood. Some people will only enter their rooms and lock the door. The next day you go to the room, they are not there. They are gone. So you see, you have to understand some of these things. Until God says that I have broken my rules and this is what I am going to do to you. There is nothing you can do about God's time. God he respects his time than anything. The devil sought to, to, to change the times, but he couldn't. So put that at the back of your mind. There are certain things that do happen to time. Restoration is something that happens to time. Mercy 
is something that happens to time. So if you talk about God's time, understand the things that have access to God's time. Because there are many of us, it was God's time last three years that we should travel. We are still here in Ghana, we couldn't travel. What happened? If there is no restoration, then that traveling is gone forever. You see, so what God does when it comes to restoration is that He will now go back into your past, into that three years you lost that opportunity, and carry the opportunity and bring it before you. That is called restoration. And restoration will never happen if mercy has not first spoken. Alright, can you all hear me? Ah. It is to a different way there. I don't know who for Can you all hear me, please? All right, great. So let's get that. Good. Um, my daughter, um, Efia Boafo, I hope you've understood. All right, great, great. All right, any other question? You are welcome. You are welcome, my daughter. Any other question? Any other question? Any other question? Okay. I hope you can all hear me. Okay, somebody said yes, please. Ask who. Yeah, any any question. Any question.
Okay, I'm still waiting for the question. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That can God tell someone he has anointed him or her like the father of old? Yes, it is possible. It is possible. Okay, Mr. Pipraji said, Please, in Genesis chapter 1, God created plants, then animals, then man. But in Genesis chapter 2, it looks reversed. Plants comes, then man, and then animals. Genesis chapter 1 is what we call creation, and Genesis chapter 2 is what we call formation. I've already um, explained that. Yeah, it is, it is actually not, when you look at the chapter 1, the chapter 1 is like in order, but the chapter 2 is quite mixed up because they are two different um, scenarios. You get it. Yeah. So, what God did was that there was nothing like physical in chapter 1. Nothing like the physical plane in chapter 1. So, this physical plane of the earth where we are living right now, where you can see your physical body, it was not there. But other realms were there. So anything that was supposed to appear in the physical realm had not yet appeared. Because the realm which is physical itself had not yet appeared. Man had his spirit which was not a physical being already created. But the body was not yet formed because the body was to be formed in the physical plane which was not yet created. Trees were made in the spirit. But the physical dimension where we would now see trees were not there because the physical realm in itself had not yet been made. This will open your... That is actually what I wanted to talk about this evening. Because the way we understand the creation of God is the reason why we are lacking a lot in this world. I'm telling you the truth. Some of you, the moment you hear in the beginning God created heaven, you think God created two, two places. That is great deception right there. That is great deception right there. God created heaven and the earth. I don't want to go into some things to, um, you know, confuse people, but I'm trying to, <clears throat> listen, I have already told you, when you check the word in the beginning, God, that word God there is the word Elohim, Elohim, and I've already explained to us that in Hebrew, anytime there is I am ending a certain word, it means it is plural. That means that word Elohim in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, is not only God that we know. 
Elohim is a council, it is a group of beings. Learn this, it will help you. When you go to heaven, there are so many councils of God. We have a council where it is God Himself and the 72 princes. If you, you were here when we we're talking about the princes of this world, I explained these things. It is one council in heaven. And these 72 princes are the princes in charge of kingdoms, nations, and languages. They are a group of people on their own. They are called the council. Now, there is another council in heaven that is between God and the archangels. That is a different council. They have what they talk about. There is, a count, there is another council in heaven that comprises of God and gods. When I say gods, I'm talking about those that God has given the realms that he has created in their hands. So, earth is a god. Go and listen to my message on God and gods. You understand what I mean. There are beings that have been assigned by God over the planets. So we have all the planets, all beings in charge of these planets, they have a council that they meet God. So you see, when you go to heaven, there are a whole lot of councils. And one of the councils of God is called Elohim. So anytime somebody mentions Elohim, he has actually mentioned the name of a group of people, a troop. Put that at the back of your mind. There is the same way when you hear the word cherubim. We are not talking of one, one being. Cherubim actually is the plural form of cherub. Cherub is just the singular and cherubim is plural. So don't forget. The Bible said, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And I've told you this, that even heaven has dimensions. The earth also has dimensions. In fact, <laughs> the multiverse of God is complicated. Very, very complicated. But the only being that can have understanding into the multiverse of God and into the deepest mystical truths of God's creation is man. Because such knowledge surpasses a lot of dimensions in God's creation. Your mind has a threshold of God's knowledge it can get to. When it hits there, you can't know anything again. It will break your mind. Are you with me? So, so, so. 
even let's talk about the earth before we go into heaven. Even this earth, this earth, as I see we swan away, the only part we can see is the physical part where we can see nations called Ghana, United States of America, we can see places like UK, we can see human beings working on this earth and all those kind of things. That is just what we can see. But before this physical plane came, another plane was there where other beings were made, created by God to dwell there. So when you pick this earth alone, you can't associate this earth. Earth is different from land. When you hear earth, it is not land. Don't forget it. Once you speak of land, you are actually talking about the physical plane of the earth. Are you getting it? But the earth has the other planes which were already created before the physical world our eyes can see. That is why I want you to know the last part of God's creation that was made was the physical plane of the earth where man's body was formed. That is why man is the last being that God formed. Are you getting it? Are you all getting what I'm saying? Good. So before somebody can be brought to this physical plane of the earth, let's say you are about to give birth to your child. And your child must come to this physical plane of the earth. Your child has a long journey to go through. <laughs> because right from the heavenly dimension to the earth is a long journey. He will pass through various realms. Even when he gets to the earth, he has not finished. He will pass through all the spheres of the earth. And pass through the astral planes before he gets to the physical plane. So put that at the back of your mind. So I hope you got what I'm saying. Good. Good. So that is it. Genesis chapter 2 actually is the formation of the physical reality. And chapter 1 was the creation of things in a different realm from the physical. Good. Any other question? Junior said that the place, is it good for a man to let his wife know the amount of money he earns a month and to let her know about his finances? Yes, it is very good. It is very, very, very good. It is good, that is what I can say. But it is by choice. All men are not the same. 
if you won't tell your wife the amount you are taking every month and you are still living in peace, continue. If you want to tell her I'm still living in peace, do it. But it is a good thing that some men cry their eyes, their wives that keep their money. Sometimes it's good. At least it will help you from certain things. When you don't have money but you can't tell her, she thinks you have. And you are trying not to give her. So if she's the one, you know, holding everything, when it is finished, she knows. Are you getting it? Alright, so it is good for your, your wife to know the amount of money you take every month. It is good. It is not by force though, but it is good. Okay. Any other question? Any other? Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? All right, great. Any other question? Any other?
Okay, somebody said, Prof, please, why do most believers go through a lot of difficult and painful things in life? Everybody goes through difficult and painful things in life. Everybody. So long as you're a human being, you have to go through difficult things. Anybody that speaks to you that come to Christ, everything will be well. That person is a liar. Don't listen to those things. That is not the gospel. That is why a lot of people are questioning God on certain things they shouldn't. Do you even know that when you have faith in Christ, even your faith crowd will be tested? And the testing of your faith, you will think it is a demon. You go to God and say, God, why? Everybody goes through troubles in this world. And I want you to know this. Where you find yourself now as a human being, and where God wants to take you, you can't get there without troubles. Put that at the back of your mind. It will help you. What do we actually call trouble? Anything that does not make, make a man feel at ease. Can you hear me? I believe you cannot hear me. Is it okay now? Great. The network is really misbehaving. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, please? All right, great. Okay, that's great. So now, as I was saying, it depends on what we actually call trouble because there are certain things if you don't pass through them you will never come to the place of glory the first thing i'm saying about this is that she said why is it a lot of christians go through troubles and i'm letting her know that if you are a human being there is trouble for everybody
for some rainy god bless you if only you are a human being there is trouble laid ahead of you every human being must go through troubles so there are certain troubles you go through because you are a human being those kind of troubles not all of them are casted out by prayer some of them they will teach you lessons so you have to go through them the second thing why christians go through troubles is that they lack knowledge it's as simple as that they lack knowledge you know if you are looking for people in this world that will never want to learn christians and one of the biggest problem of christians is that once they get to know something they will never ask about it and it will settle as a foundation once they hear something new they will never go deep to know more about the thing they will quickly reject the new thing that is coming it will shock you if i tell you that even the pictures we have in our churches as jesus is not him some of you will say it is not true you will fight me right now who took the photograph of jesus christ with which camera some of you will go and buy that picture and hang it in your room and say this is jesus and you see that is why i'm saying that the message of god actually is if god is taking away his message we will all die that is why the writer said in the book of lamentations chapter 3 he said it is the mess it is by the message of god that we are not consumed though and his compassionate it does not fail they are renewed every morning if god takes away his compassion one morning <laughs> we are all gone we are all gone because there are many things we are doing wrongly that god will show mercy and give us results and we think that we did the right thing that is why the results have come look at that because you just knelt in front of a picture that is not jesus and mentioned jesus god is looking into your heart and he's showing you mercy to give you the answer and you think that is jesus even the bible that we have somebody can tear it pages of the bible and put we inside and smoke but a christian is worshiping the bible as if it is god As if it is God, when it falls to the ground, don't. <laughs> How many times God you even open to study? Our problem is this: we just don't want to throw what we have studied that is wrong to learn something new. We cannot unlearn to relearn. 
me, I don't want to say anything.、Oh. But I think I have a message that I've taught on this merry, merry, merry thing in the Catholic Church. If you're a Catholic here, I am not coming after you. But I'm telling you the gospel truth. That which is truth means passing. I am a Catholic prophet. I am a Catholic p r o p h e But I'll tell you plain that this merry, merry, merry thing we are talking about. We know Mary to be the mother of Jesus Christ. Yes, we honor her. But the extent to which the people of the Roman Catholic is actually making the thing, it is very serious. And I have a message on that. If Mary can appear in the sky for everybody to see, that is not the Mary that gave birth to Jesus. She is dead and gone, and she is in heaven as a woman that was just favored. She is not the mother of God, she is the mother of Jesus. I don't want to say anything here. But get this, the one that is why the Bible made it so clear. The Bible said, Unto us a son, a child is born, and a son is given. So Jesus, as he was coming to the earth, came through two dimensions. First, he was a child, and second, he was a son. The child was born by Mary, unto us a child is born, and the son was given by God the Father. That is why the Bible says in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So the son of God was given, but the child was born by Mary. So put this at the back of your mind. God has a place for Mary, she is part of the favored women. She is not a God to be worshipped. Go and break that nonsense statue in the church. It is not Mary, it is a demon. And I can stand here boldly and that demon is called Ashtaroth. Ashtaroth. That is the real name of this demon. In the kingdom of darkness, Ashtaroth. Is actually the third in command. Look at somebody said there is a church in San Francisco that worship Beyonce. Look at nonsense. Ashtaroth is a female demon. She actually is the Brain behind all religion in this world. That is why you have to understand that Christianity is not a religion. If Christianity is a religion, then it is being ruled by Ashtaroth. Are you listening to me? Ashtaroth has a lot of names based on how she. 
reveals herself. In the scriptures, she is also called the Queen of Heaven. Not heaven as the one you are talking, you think about. You see, our deception is is this. The, the, the moment a believer hears heaven, he asks for heaven, he heaven, God and his angels, he heaven. Just at the ground, he abounds here. I don't just understand. There is a place called heaven is in dimensions. Do you even know that the sky cry is called heavens in the Bible? It's called heaven. Let me open the scripture for you to understand. The sky, it is called heaven in the scripture. The sky is called the firmament. God, God called it heaven. So when you say heaven, it's a vague thing. What is heaven? You only think of where God's throne is and angels are walking about and they are always singing. You think that is heaven? Who deceived us like that? Who deceived us like that? That is why we are not growing. That is why the enemy is always trying. You see, the people can fight for heaven. Okay, don't say, don't say heaven. Someone who say, oh, heaven, Christ is shit. A believer can throw his Bible. You can't, you can't speak evil of where my God is. Is he? Is he? It's a serious thing I'm talking about. You see, sometimes eh, we know that it is not really our problem to be ignorant of certain things. But understand that it is still your problem. Sometimes when we were born into that is the issue here. The way we are working with God is the reason why we don't know anything. I'm telling you, the way we are working with God eh, is the reason where we, you have to be a God chaser. Chase after God. Because at look at your way of life. The best gift God can ever give to you on this earth is the Holy Ghost, which you have right now. But see you. See you. You can't even spend one hour with the Holy Ghost to know more about God. You can't. But you can spend three hours on phone with your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Free night call. When you want to hang up, oh, me, don't hang up. You, say, oh, me, you don't have to go to work to let me hang up. No, me, don't if you hang up. Be foolish, sir. The Bible said the Holy Ghost searches the deep things of God and He's in you. And when we talk about the deep things of God, you are confused. What then is the essence of the Holy Ghost in you? Our pastors are not teaching us the way to fellowship with the Holy Ghost. They only talk about breakthroughs. Which is good in a way. But it is 
people that are talking about breakthroughs,、eh, it does not even count 1% in the dimensions of God. 1%. Pia! I don't believe it's fair to say, yeah, I'm going to get one to a w i n n e What now? Sorry, then 50 years, Epeka, Radikao, Radikao, Radikao. Young girl, no fetch, only married man, b e c a u s e good and balance or bed in this world. Only cracker keys now, Oban. No bed, I respect you. That's why when you are praying in tongues, cry, they are like, you are, oh, yeah, they do, oh, yeah, they do. And you'll be saying, oh, yeah, they know, you and Sana Kaki, and it's also not, oh, yeah, they do, oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> you can't spend all your time in church and cry, Lord, oh Lord, Lord, please, God, please, my car, Lord, please, car, Lord, please, car. You are crying because of car. <sighs> What at all can we say to these things? If God is on our side, <laughs> okay. One, one of my daughters is asking a, a beautiful question here. She said, My question is on divorce. God says he hates divorce. The fact that God, okay, let me、um, go into these things. And the first one is, What is the impact of divorce to one's spirituality? Second, Is divorce a sin? The answer is no. Third, if divorce is not good, what should I do when are, your life is being threatened, either physically or in? That is what I'm trying to let you know. There is no way in the Bible that says divorce is a sin. And in fact, divorce is not the unpardonable sin. Are you listening to me? There are so many reasons why divorce is not good. And if it is not good, it is actually not good for you, not for God. Many of you will misconstrue what I'm saying right now. Let me tell you you are in a marriage. Anytime the both of you get angry, the, the man is he's hitting you with frying pan. You go and take knife. If you joke, I will, I will stab you. If you did, and he has been beating you plenty and you are staying there. You die. You go and meet God in heaven. He will slap you. You will go and meet God in heaven when you die. Carry your things and leave.、Eh? You may say, hey, hey, man of God, you are condoning divorce. Man of God, hey, man of God. Will they be there? Do you know destinies that have been shattered because of.、Um, uh, let me take my time. After all, some ladies they want to be beaten though. Apostle Johnson Suleiman said he went to UK one time for a program. A lady said that, as for her, if she lives with a man and the man doesn't beat her, she doesn't see him to be a man. Hey! 
So if they are talking and she sees something in the mouth, I'm saying, say, Yeah, it's a hate man. You are the man of the house. So that some people, they rate somebody to be a man of the house due to the, the heaviness of his fist on their cheek. What I'm saying、uh, is a reality. I'm telling you, you are the one that thinks that that thing is foolishness. That people, they, that is what they enjoy. You see the news back when the news was so light, and the picture said, Crap, you know how many two minutes no movie. Being a new year, wow, it's a hit, man. God bless you, my husband. God bless you, my can we do it again tomorrow? <laughs> oh my god, there is a reason why God hates divorce, especially when children are in the marriage. There are set some of you, eh. When a spirit of divorce actually is hunting a person, the purpose of that spirit is not to let you go to hell. Whether you go to heaven or hell, and first say, I'm home, many of you don't get it. It's like a man of God has established a church in a vicinity where witches have enthroned a queen. And they are misbehaving in that vicinity. The moment the man of God gets there and he starts the ministry, everybody, you know, the power of God is at work, witches can't work again. Then they will plot the demise of the man of God. They want to kill him. They want to kill the man. They don't even think whether he will go to heaven or hell. Just leave this place for us to continue with our operation. That is the devil's agenda. Don't come and stop me. So, if I will kill you for me to have my freedom to work, I will kill you. Whether you go to hell or you go to heaven, I don't care. So, the reason why the devil is causing people to divorce their husbands or wives is not that he wants them to go to hell. No, 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 no. He's stopping what God wants to do with that beautiful marriage. You, you are praying, your wife is praying, you are married. It is a big threat to the kingdom of darkness. I'm telling you. When the enemy sees that you and your husband you are living in harmony, because young ones are learning from your ways, they are also changing. Ah, a young girl will contact you and say, Please, mommy, I don't, the way you are, you and your husband, you are just saying, I just, mommy, what is your secret? And then mommy will now tell the girl, You know, be very careful of young guys. Meanwhile, the devil is trying to throw the spirit of lust upon this girl for her to destroy her destiny through sexual immorality. Because of what mommy was doing with her husband, the girl picked an inspiration. And mommy is now advising the girl to stop fornication. Mommy will now pray for the girl, and the girl has been delivered from the spirit of lust. Do you know what the mommy has done to the kingdom of darkness? So, the devil will now attack the marriage so that nobody will take inspiration from that for that person to be delivered from his grip. Let me tell you something. 
one of the institutions that can influence destinies greater than ministry and church is called family. Family. Before the church of Pentecost, that apostle called Machaon, that God allowed him to start the church of Pentecost, he was given birth to or he was born in a family. Family comes before the church of God. All of us who are in church right now, all of us here listening to me right now, we are from families. If our families are not there, there is nothing like church. Because church actually is a group of people coming from families, coming to meet. That is why God doesn't take family to be. It's because there are many of us, when we come to church, most of the problems that pastors are dealing with are family related. Family related problems. Some are family authors, family history, all those kind of things. Family related. So, if you don't pay attention to family, ministry is nothing. That is why when God is actually, you know, calculating things according to his priority, family comes first, before ministry. But if you decide not to marry, stay focused to ministry. It now becomes your first thing. But if you marry, your marriage and your family is the first, first thing you are supposed to focus on. If this has sunk into our spirit and our minds, then you have to know the reason why the devil is attacking families. With divorce. The first thing, the first institution in God that can express God more is marriage. Nothing in this universe can manifest God and express God than marriage. So if the devil is attacking marriages, he knows what he's doing. It is not about going to hell. It is about stopping the expression of God. And that is the reason why God wants to establish his kingdom. To express God. So you see, divorce. When divorce comes, when there is a separation between a man and a woman. Now let's say that there is no child. The first spiritual impact that it will make is that it has now become an altar or let me say a pattern in both families on the side of the man and on the side of the woman. That is the first impact. The moment there is divorce, it has become something in the man, the husband's blood and the wife's blood. If the wife marries another man and she gives birth to a girl, it will be found in the girl's blood also. She will go for marriage and if she does not fire prayer, she will divorce because it was started by the mother. And let me tell you, if you meet people that have divorced there, even you cry your own ex. Look at the way you hate your ex. You are a believer. You love God. Love is in your heart. But they tell you, between your ex and Gobe, which one will you choose? You say Gobe.
somebody said, of course. <laughs> Shared. That is just relationship. How much more marriage? How much more marriage? You see? So divorce has a lot of impact. There is a reason why God hates marriage. Because let me, let me be plain with you. Eh? Anything that is inside the blood of man that is negative to his destiny is very difficult to deal with. I'm telling you. There are some people inside our blood is the venom and the virus of concern. You know, concern looks like something that we play with. But hey, that thing destroys. I'm telling you, it is serious. And the more you, you chop concern, the more you are adding what is not already there. And any concern personality, they have beautiful preambles when they want to Gossip about somebody. Hmm. Hey, no, I'm born So every concerned person, if you go and watch their ties, how you now call? You haven't you heard? Hey, this world, dear. Hmm. In fact, there are things going on in this world, though. Then you too, you'll be asking because Hona no asons onso aswaye lifted. Open semeti. Really, what is going on in this world? And then they cross from media meeting. Sister, bomb me, bomb me, bomb me. I know what I'm saying. Some of you can nia nia mo ye kodi ubi hong Kong concert. So I say at you. If a guy is ever you, <coughs> please, if a young guy here and you are concussed, kindly they 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 just they have they have information about everybody. And one of the things that concerned people will say is that please, asema me catch you, me catch you catch you know you are the only person I'm. <laughs> Don't tell anyone it's a lie. Oh boy, Some people they are radio station. You know, as you are talking to them right now, it is live on air. Ubi <laughs> So please, you see, my daughter, divorce can cause a lot of troubles. Yes. The moment you divorce, kill. It has become a pattern in your blood. 
which without serious prayer, it will continue from one generation to the other. Anything that can continue from one generation to the other is not something we joke with. So we need to first understand that it can have a spiritual impact and that is one of the spiritual impacts. Let me tell you, you can divorce and still be anointed. Anointing is very different from marriage. That's why when you see that a man of God has divorced, you want the, all the oil to drain. Are you the one that poured oil on him? Some of you would never like men of God when they divorce. That is why a lot of men of God are still stuck in marriage. They are being beaten by their wives. And oh, I don't want to say about this one, but our own father, Prophet Seth Frimpong, of blessed memory, he was beaten by his wife several times. The woman left him and traveled outside Ghana. And the man never became strong again till he died. A prophet, a prophet of God. If he was the one that should have said, it's over. Everybody, our ah, bloggers, he admitted that. All his church members will start getting out of their church. Hypocrites all over. So a lot of men of God are going through troubles in their marriages. But when they sit down for marriage counseling, they throw their marriage life aside and they counsel people how to walk. They are, you see, there are men beating their wives. They, 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 some women don't even have a say in their own matrimonial home. The man decides everything. Oh, Mr. Say, what do you think about this? He said, well, I didn't here. They beat women like, like, like something. Sometimes the way a man may be panel sit here before they married some women are almost sadly. Marriage should be prayed into more. I'm telling you. This branch said that the place my roommate said the African man isn't made for one woman. Is it? Look at that nonsense that she's also saying. She's speaking from a cultural, I don't know the kind of culture she's coming from. It is never true. It is not scriptural. And she's a second wife, that is why. You see the thing? Muslim. She says, that is the thing, you have to understand. The African man. When God was create, creating men, say you, you are an African. Or you are a man. Marry any. It is a devilish thing. I'm telling you. Maybe one of these days we'll come here with Quran and we'll go deep into that. She's a Methodist and she's a second wife. I reserve my comments. Comments reserved. Men Mm. 
<laughs> Someone said, please, and Paul said, is it good to fast when menstruating? Oh, it is possible. If you are strong enough, you can do it. So, my daughter, for the sake of the generations ahead, divorce is not good. And for the sake of children being vagabonds, divorce is not good. Because almost all the vagabond children that we have, almost or about 80% of them are from broken homes. About 80% can be any clean. Once you're a person, you don't have a father, your mother must do a heavy work to preserve you. Someone said that the police does bathing late at night cause spiritual marriage. No, it's not true. Good. So get this. Divorce is not a sin. I've told you. But there are so many reasons why people will divorce. You don't marry and divorce because it is not a sin. Something will be wrong with you. In fact, something actually is wrong. What will be? Let me say it. It is actually a present tense. Not. <laughs> oh, 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 man. So you say divorce is not a sin. Oh, wow. Then when I marry. And I find somebody that is better than my husband, I will divorce. Let me reserve the comment I wanted to give. There are people who are still living under the bondage of the devil because they divorced. They are still living under the bondage of the enemy because they divorced. And some of them, they are still living family. They That's why I said, if you look into your lineage and you see that there are divorces, my dear, every day, I mean every day. Because when the spirit of divorce is following a person, eh, what it can cause for divorce to happen, you now you will be shocked. Some people got divorced because of toothpaste. And when they fought, giddy, 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 they divorced. So, can't you buy one? Eh, me, not Tommy, the new one. Me, me, a free stroke. So far, we, me, a free, I see, open me an enchain, open me a free hand. Wow, dear. Something just a genebia mouth, dream class, a young solving, you see, you just want to divorce. It is a spirit. And it all started from one divorce. Even when you are not 
Hey, are you living with a beast? You know, let me let me just say this. In fact, the last thing that any married couple would ever consider in their marriage is divorce. The last thing. Divorce doesn't just happen. Marriage goes through a lot of processes before it can end. So if you are in one stage, you have to know that you are moving to the next Quickly stop it, else you will, get, you will move to the next one. And once you move to the next one, you are heading towards divorce. It must be stopped. Because a man will not just get up and beat his wife. No. He won't just get up and beat a woman. He has gone through thick and thin to get paid bride price, huge wedding, wasted money. I would say wasted, spent money to get the woman, and he's now beating the woman, pounding her like fufu. Now, you have to understand if a woman has divorced, or a man has divorced, and you want to marry the person, please. You have to ask questions. Why did you divorce? The person might never tell you the truth. So make sure you are connected to a God that can let you know the truth. Because if you don't know these things and you marry the person, and if it is a spirit in the family and the spirit comes upon the person again and he or she divorces you, it has started another divorce thing in your bloodline too. You have to understand what I'm talking about. That is why, no matter what happens in marriage, don't even think of divorce. Because if you don't take care, you will have some hatred in your heart. Listen to what I'm saying. If you know what divorce has made the heart of people look like, you will be shocked. Even common relationship cramp, I'm telling you. Amma will be the person cannot even love. What will be who bear man and who him because of what a guy did to her? I'm telling you. May God help us. Never ever think of divorce. Some of you, the, the men will never take your decision. My dear, there is a way to handle that one. I've been in this for almost 50 years, so anytime I say something, it doesn't. So, the 50 years that you have been in it, that you have not divorced, is it not helping you spiritually? You might not feel good, but the fact that divorce has not come in, move forward, pray. God can change some people. But if somebody you are married to, always beat you that one listen to me if a man or woman is causing a physical assault 
to your body. Listen to me. Some people they will go omrano ne ni huaswa. Omrano na nwaye double. Ya shina machese. And still they will go. We heard a story of a certain man of God in in um United States of America that shot his wife seven times pa, 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 and killed her. And every time she was threatening the lady, I'll kill you, I will kill hey, and you are still there. You are still there. Even Jesus, when he was born afresh. And Herod wanted to kill him. God said, carry the child and run away with him. Hey, you are strong. Even Jesus. Even Jesus. Emotional trauma can, can easily be, be, be handled. Yes. That a man is always speaking negative words to you. So because of that, I want to leave the marriage. That is, you are wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. Because some men, they are like demons. <laughs> they are like deputy Satan. Everything they do there is not right. Hey, they will go and cheat. When you catch them red-handed, they will beat you and also throw you away white-handed. Some men would disrespect. They just they think a woman is nothing. Men sometimes some women are the reason why divorce is plenty. I'm telling you. Can I tell you something here? That is why I've already been telling you that when you go for counseling, don't they tell you that before you marry, you have to be emo- emotionally mature? Don't, don't they tell you that? What do you think that means? A man has been speaking negative words to you. You are not strong emotionally. In fact, marriage was not for you at that point. A man of God, what are you saying? That is the truth. If you are that type that when a man says something, when the man says it is over, you want to drink DDT and kill yourself, something is wrong with you. I'm telling you the truth. No matter what a man does to your emotions, there is a way to treat it. I'm telling you. The Holy Ghost in you, eh, he massages emotions and can work it. Oh, what have we not seen? We have seen women uh, whose husbands were like dogs, chasing after women here and there. Don't they feel it? Are they not emotional about it? But if you, there's a woman I know, she has four boys now, and the man is gradually stopping that evil thing. One, what have you been doing to me? Don't you take me? What do I doing this to me? Why you doing this to me? <laughs> Why you doing this to me? The bien won't mean you any. Offer the bien critical. Sister, you're a woman. And you will woo. 
If you are like that, when you are going to marry, carry a、um, coffin along. <laughs> Something small, you can't handle it. Emotional breakdown is serious, we know. But there is all divorce will never ah Do you know that when you even divorce,、eh, you think you are free emotionally? Ah, you are dead. I'm telling you. I'm telling the truth. There are some women and their husbands are treating them like trash. They speak some way to them, even in public. But when I do say, me, Upa Kanyobe Kebia, Awarienu, Sibisimwa, Nisibisima, I will still pray. I will cook for you a nice meal. When you come and you want to have sex with me as a wife, ah, I will open my legs. You can say,、ah, Why are you doing this? Why are you,、ah, why are you not opening your legs well? <laughs> you can say all those things, but me, I will still do my, my, my responsibility as a woman. When you do, when he does nonsense, when you, you keep doing what you are supposed to do as a woman, Bema or Jenea, Susufi, any Latino. In fact, almost Susufi, Credo, or Metinuka, as a certain thought will come to them that they are no. I'm telling you, and they will, they,、ah, you will pray, they will go for solution. I'm telling you the truth. Divorce should be the last thing. And I've always brought divorce to a point where the man is trying to kill you physically. And not your sister. At that point, your high heel is not relevant. You drop it and run. You call it flee, flee, disappear. Said,、so、Is it right to divorce if your purpose is being stopped? Example, when a woman is being. Is... I'm not getting it. Example, when a woman is being, I'm not getting the, the English well. When the woman is being what? The woman is being stopped to go to church and to renounce God. Is, it, is that what you are trying to communicate? You can't renounce God because of a husband. Put that at the back. That is why I always say this. You see, if you are entering into marriage,、hmm, the first thing you need to focus on is spirituality, your faith. If the man is, does not believe in the God you believe in, run away. Forget about what you are feeling. Forget about what he has given to you. A man will be bringing out your problem is this. Any. Huh? Oh, God. Maybe it's a sample. Okay, like six minutes. All right. Can you all hear me, please? If your husband is telling you, renounce your God, tell him, I can't. 
The next thing is that if you can't then get out of this marriage, even that one, Krano, it is not the first step to take. The first step to take is not to carry your things and go, no. We go to God in prayer. After you have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and you know, no Christian can tell you to say that renounce God. A Christian telling you to renounce God, it won't happen. Then which kind of Christian is he? It is either he has passed the other side, which are not supposed to be there. Because of what agreement has the sons of God with Belial? You need to disconnect. Any marriage that will disconnect you from God and disconnect your soul from your body in death, you too disconnect from it. But there are many things that will come after that. That is why don't rush into marriage. That is the best decision I can let you take. Don't rush into marriage. Don't look at pictures of couples and say, oh, oh, and be chasing them. Right after wedding is marriage. Wedding is few minutes, but marriage is forever. And whatever you do in this thing called marriage, has a great impact on your life and the generations to come. Don't joke with it. Bompire, pray. Bompire, If he's taking another ten, pray. And most of the time, know that women are the ones struggling in marriage more most of the times. Do you know? That women actually are the people that God has given them the grace for endurance on every side. They can endure a lot of emotional things. Yes. They can endure. Sometimes when you look at a, a young lady that is a believer and the kind of guy power that she is working with, the guy will beat her and she will still go. You look at ah, what is what is this? What what at all? The guy will cheat on her and say nonsense. And later he will come back and say, I'm sorry. It was the work of the devil. Ask him where is Where is the devil? Ask him. When mostly when men cheat and we catch them red-handed, there's only one thing they normally say. It's not what you are, it's not what you think. Are you in my mind to know what I'm thinking? Where from that nonsense kind of <laughs> it's not what you think. It's the work of the devil. Hey, so you know the Kweku Mensa. You know the works of the devil. And you don't know the ones of God. Hey Kweku. Kweku. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name.
it was a glorious moment so my daughter that is it you have to understand that divorce is not good it has a lot of negative impacts in your own life in your children's life and in a whole lot of generations ahead that must be stopped with aggressive prayer and serious repentance and it can also give you a heart of hatred which can let you hate people meanwhile you were supposed to walk in love some say please can anyone marry can one marry a divorcee yes you can but i've already said that before you marry a divorcee ask questions and make inquiries from the realm of the spirit because for all you know there is a spirit of divorce following her if you don't make inquiries and you marry her that spirit will come again and both of you two will be separated and when both of you separate maybe you the man your family there is no divorce once you separate with the woman in divorce divorce spirit has started from your bloodline also and it will be a, a, a serious issue so please you can marry a divorcee yes some people there were no divorce in their in their families but they divorced pray and speak against that spirit of divorce that has started before you engage in that marriage don't just marry anybody don't do that no matter what you say they will go and marry somebody that will beat them tomorrow me when you come to church too i will also have my king i will ship you today that is it even salvation class ah there are some people if you like tie them to jesus they will bite jesus and run away Why not you say, oh, no, you saved that. Some people are like that. You say, go for Bopa, put the Bible in water. Huh? And make it, make it a Bible solution and give it to them for them to drink. They will vomit everything. You say, do what you can do best. Let the Holy Ghost take charge of the rest. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Right after here, I'm going to upload the message. If you missed anything, you can still download and listen to it. The Lord will bless you. We are going to meet this night exactly 12 a.m. GMT for priesthood time. Join us and let's fire prayer. The Lord will give you divine victory. Shalom. Bye-bye.